On this episode, we talk about everyone's favorite topic, money, with Brent Miller. You're listening to the Dudes and Dads Podcast, a show dedicated to helping men be better dudes and dads by building community through meaningful conversation and storytelling. And now, here are your hosts, Joel DeMott and Andy Layman. Andy, my face is cold. I see that you're missing some vital hair in yeah. your face. And as I've discussed earlier, I've lost all my superpowers as well. You're weak now. I'm so weak. So, so, so today is day one of actually growing that back. Well, that's the thing is this morning. So a little the backstory on this is this morning I got up. Uh, we're recording on a Sunday. So earlier today I had to, I had to preach to a, a congregation, you know, my, my, my people. And, uh, I got up this morning, I looked in the mirror, and I just looked at the beautiful mustache that I had. And I thought to myself, I'm getting attached to the mustache. I mean, I liked it. I, so in, a, in a weird way, I, looked, I liked it. In a weird way, I liked it. And But I was like, here's the deal. These people that I'm going to be standing up in front of have no idea that I've lost my beard. Most of them don't know that I've lost my beard. They also don't know that now I'm just sporting a mustache. Lost your beard, though. Sounds like you may have like it was like an you accident. You can't find it. Yeah, you don't know. Where like it's I at. tripped. Like I tripped and a and a razor cut it off. No, uh, it was it was taken from me by a six year old boy. Uh, not six year old six. boy. Six. Even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> That's even worse. A sixth grade boy. Long story short, we did it for a youth event. I was a shaving my beard off was a was like a prize, and it. People got very excited about it, uh, disturbingly so. Like the students were like, they're recording the whole thing or whatever. Did it on a Wednesday night youth gathering. Anyway, so lost my beard, kept the mustache though. But then this morning when I go to like, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm doing my morning thing and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, no one is going to be able to take me seriously. I'm preaching about Jesus here so, with this with this so, mustache. Side note, we had lunch on Friday and I couldn't take you seriously with it at lunch. <laughs> it was really hard. And we were having a serious meeting and you're just like, dude, I can't even handle it. I can't you do know, this. This this time around, I should say Jackie, to to her credit, she did not react as strongly as the as the first time that I that I shaved off and had a mustache. I literally walked in the room, <laughs> walked in the room. She goes, I can't even look at you. That's what she said <laughs> to me. Can't even look at you. But you're, wow. you're still married, so still married. So yeah, we're my the face is clean, and I'm but I'm we're into that time of year, Andy, as we're here in November. the The breeze gets a little chillier, and all I can think about, all I can think about is that my face is cold all the time because so, I'm talking to people. I just in the back of my mind, it's just like your face is cold, your face is cold, your face is cold. So That's let it. me get this straight: no shave November, and you decided to shave. Like, how does that work? I know it was poor. It was it was poor planning. Poor time in there. Poor time on my part. But a razor will not touch my face for the rest of the time. So that's my that's my commitment to you because I know. Let's just be honest. Let's dig deep here. You feel slightly betrayed when I have a clean shaven face. You feel you feel like I have I've stepped out of the brotherhood. Wrong. The brotherhood of the beard. Our guest tonight has a beard. I have a beard. Yep. You yep. look like your son Josiah here yep, without a beard. That's right. Everybody today was like, you look 10 years younger. It's like, oh, my word. I don't <laughs> even. So anyway, all that to say. Thank you for listening to my beard lament. Um, it's going to come back by the end. We'll be in an okay spot by the end of November and then come holiday season. I think, uh, yeah, I think I'll be back to normal. I hope. Awesome. Well, we have a really good guest tonight, but first take a break and we'll get, when we get back, we'll hear from Brent Miller. Dudes and dads is supported by Everance financial helping individuals, organizations, and congregations with financial services built on a foundation of faith. 
Meet the local team at everance.com slash Michiana. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. Support for the Dudes and Dads podcast comes from Concrete Barber. Check out the full line of hair care products and book your next appointment at ConcreteBarber.com. Brent, welcome to the show. Uh, Glad to have you here. Hi, Brent. Hey. Hey, hey, um, so here's the deal, Andy, as we like to say, we like to share all of our friends with our, we like to share friends, our friends with other people on this show. Brent is a friend. He's a, he's a, we'll call it a coworker in this case and a colleague and a colleague of yours. Cause didn't you guys do we've done baseball we've, stuff we've together co- and stuff. We've coached together. Yep. And, and here's the deal. This is the high praise that I want to say before again, Brent has, has accomplished many things he's got he does important things for people i 100 percent want to say all this the deal is though this is this is where it really would and we i'm being serious about this this is what really cuts the mustard for me uh my son aaron plays for brent and really really respects him and here's the deal if you get a 12 year old <laughs> to really respect you uh you've made it you've made it <laughs> you have absolutely made it so uh, hi, yes. Hi, Brent. Thanks hi. for being on. Thanks for being on here. Brent, Brent's not going to know how to handle handle this episode because we're just we we have we have strong feelings about Brent. Let's just be clear. We do. Oh, I feel so good. That's good. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. So, Brent, here's the deal. We, um, amongst many reasons, we have you on. I think the one thing that we're going to be talking about, um, and this is kind of a preview episode for this, or what we're going to be discussing in 2022, because we're going to have you back on uh, a. a various points throughout the year is really talking about the topic that everyone loves to discuss, but really in the area of, of financial health, of, of thinking of being wise, bringing a, a wisdom framework um, to our finances. Uh, and, and again, this is me as someone who just feels like I'm a super a big rookie in the financial world of like even how to handle my own, my own stuff correctly. Uh, it's part of the whole, this whole adulting thing, which I feel like I should be farther along on. Um, so we want to talk about that. You did shave your beard though. So you're like 10 years. Younger, That's right. So. Yeah. That's right. It's, gosh. Okay. Can we, you're going to get that several times through this. Episode. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, but before we dive into just kind of the preview of the things that we're going to be talking about on the financial uh, spectrum and, and your work with Everance, I would just love to hear as we always do. The official dad stats. Tell us about uh, yourself, your family, uh, the the things that you enjoy doing. Maybe a hobby or two, because we always we always like to know about that. We've kind of previewed that a little bit. Just give us a little bit of the the down low on who Brent Miller is. Sure. Well, I'm uh, married to my wife Christy, and uh, my dad stats is I uh, have two boys. Uh, Jackson is 12. Colton is my youngest. He's nine. Um, yeah, as far as uh, um, <laughs> I had lots of hobbies before the boys got old. That's right. <laughs> and, they steal and, them from and you. The, and then now my hobbies are chasing them around, and almost a professional driver for them. Yep. Um, but no, it. Uh, I, I I like to golf from time to time, and. Um, Joy working outside and um but yeah I, I with both boys being actively involved with different stuff um you know i it kind of doubles doubles the time commitment when when they're doing in 
all these different things and being involved. So. There are days where you do feel like a professional yeah. taxi you, driver. You should become an Uber driver and then just really charge, charge them for it and maybe they'd stop going places. <laughs> when, you, when you're sitting there for an hour and a half waiting for Brax to be done, how many rides could you get in? That's right. exactly, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly right. So many, opp- yeah. so many opportunities. Yeah, I, uh, and you're, so, and with doing the work that you, that you do um, in our community here specifically, like, Cause I know there's some other, there's some other non-for-profits that you have helped out with or that you've been involved with and remind me what those are. Cause I'm going to blank on them now. Sure. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm on the, the board for uh, big brothers, big sisters of Elkhart County. We're and a big, we're a big fan. Yep. One and of our last guests was that's right. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, also on the, the board with Salvation Army. Okay. Um, I, I had, uh, my, my previous part of my uh, career at Everance, I had worked on our na- in our national market and had kind of worked all across the country and traveled quite a bit for my role. Uh, one of the things um, that I always was frustrated with is I just couldn't be involved within the community. Mm-hmm. So when I came over and, and worked our, or started to be the managing director for our local market, um, that's the first thing I jumped at was getting involved with some, some uh, local causes that were important to me and um, yeah, so I've been on the board for both of them for going on five years now. So, so get, managing director, we're, we're Andy and I love mm. fancy, fancy job titles and we're, we're always just trying to, we're trying to get below what, what is it? What does it all really mean? Joel, I've given you the title of podcast relations. So yeah. And I, and again, I, I'm, I don't know what that means. Um, we, we, we have a multi-staff uh, set up <laughs> right. here. Clearly a lot of, a lot of resources to be managed around here. Um, in your role specifically, just tell us about kind of the scope of your role. What, what, sir, what is it you do? <laughs> so current, well, I am licensed to be a financial advisor. That's how I started off my career, um, uh, both uh, another organization. And then I've been with Everance for uh, be my 21st anniversary this February. So that's, awesome. And, yeah. and that's what we love about yeah. Everance is that there, there's a lot of long time, long, long timers yeah. in there. Yeah. 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 And so uh, I, my title is the managing director. And so I am uh, in charge of all things Everance and the challenge with uh, Everance is we're not just a banking organization. We're not just an investment organization. We do banking insurance uh, investments uh, all across the board. So uh I'm kind of uh, uh, in charge of, of of working with each of the specialists in those areas and, and getting us to to work well together and, and uh, do things within the community. So tell us a little bit about how you got involved with financial stuff in, in the beginning. Like what made you go, hey, this would be great to do. Wow, that's a, that's a good question. And I wish that there was this just amazing backstory <laughs> with that. It was really just what I went into. I, I knew that I, I liked money and I liked numbers and I, I liked uh, that type of stuff. And, and it's really all I've ever done. Sure. And so, um, yeah, it, it uh, is something that has grown on me. And, and uh, um, but yeah, it wasn't. I, I, I didn't have this uh, epiphany when I was 10 years old that I wanted to help people with money and, and <laughs> things like that. So, yeah. In the role, in the role that you play, and I, this is something, and like in thinking, even in terms of like a lot of the advisors, um, what when you encounter families, we can just think about families specifically. What do you feel like is the common when you're when you're bringing Everence as an organization, when you're bringing those the resources and the things that Everence does uh, to a family that's that's just that's trying to right the ship in their financial in their financial health what are what do you see as some of the primary like the primary challenges that have to be dealt with um initially 
because I know for my I know for myself it was like the day where I'm like oh my gosh I got to for lack of a better term I got to get naked here you know I got to get naked <laughs> yeah and I've we've got to do a deep dive and just in, into a lot of things and people don't like talking about their finances yeah, like no. that's that's the thing because it, it, there's a little bit of like a it is a counselor relationship that you seems you kind of enter into. Well, and I think uh, it does vary so much. And, and I think uh, one of the things that I like to do when I was um, uh, an advisor and, and working with cl- families is, is how we grew up around money and what we saw. And, and uh, there's so much that influences all those things. Um, and then you have a husband and a wife mm-hmm. who had very different, it, it could have very different backgrounds with that. And so I think a lot of it is just communicating. Um, and, and so it, it kind of, it really is. Um, I, I've seen very young, all the way into high school, kids that get very interested in that. It it's kind of that head in the sand type moment. Like you know, all of a sudden somebody takes it out and they want to talk about it and they want to kind of be open about it. Um, and and you've seen that all across the board. You've seen people go through their whole twenties, their whole thirties, um, uh, you know, and have start to have kids and they just really have never a talked about money or or you know shared. Um, kind of their personal beliefs about money too. So a lot of it has to do with talking um, and just verbalizing what it is um, um, that people are thinking about. What, what do you feel like is the biggest, the biggest misconception about Cause I know like, I think to back to the conversation that Jackie and I had first and we were like, we're like, okay, we're going to reach. Okay. We, we already know, uh, we already know evidence. We have some, we have some connection with them with things that with our companies that we had worked for. Um, but it's like, okay, we're going to contact a financial advisor. We're going to take this, we're going to take this step. Um, what there, but there was this moment where it was just like, okay, why, why now? Like what, and why, why haven't we, why, why not to, you know, and then there's this thing of like, okay, how this seems, this feels really big and heavy and, and all of that. And a little bit scary, I guess, in some, in some sort of way, which to be clear, it hasn't been any of those things. It's been, it's been, it's been good. And like, we're still in, in process of, I think of even stepping into it further. What would you say to, to offer some, some comfort and direction to somebody who's thinking about taking the step toward financial health and, and, and having a partner come in having a financial advisor, having someone come in from Everance, what would you say is like, how, how would you just maybe uh, soften that blow a little bit for them or, or offer some encouragement? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, and I think a lot of times um, money um, kind of, it just kind of gets put on the back burner and, and you, and you think about um, we talk a lot um, in our Everance circles about stewardship and a lot of, there's a lot of different things, stewardship of our health, stewardship of, you know, relationships, things like that, stewardship of our relationship with God. Yep. And I think, you know, even in those situations, part of that is a journey. It's, it's, it's a walk. Mm-hmm. And, and part of it is, is um, there's hard times and, and the, but th- there's times where you have to kind of just put in the work. And I think money is no different than that. I really think it does have to have that moment where you really have to kind of think about it. It's not just, Oh, I'm going to think about this every 30 days when, when bills are done, this has got to be a weekly, uh, a daily type thing of, of choosing kind of to monitor where does my money go? And so I think there's this attitude um, or this, this mindset that has to happen um, for, for that to start. And I think, 
I think that can happen all across the board. And and I do think that there are certain situations, you know, I, I run into uh, older folks that have, you know, neglected something for mm-hmm. maybe 10 years. And I think a lot of times they get disparaged that, you know, I, but they, they can start yep. and, and, mm-hmm. and you may not be able to complete a hundred percent of the goals that you wanted to accomplish. You just got to kind of pair that back a little bit sure. and it's no different than weight loss, you know, yep. like that type of thing. It has to be a mindset type thing. Yep. So, so I think one of the things I think for, especially for younger married couples, you know, who are fresh married, it, it, they look at that and go, okay, I'm living on really tight budget. Like what can you, can you speak to those people who maybe go, I can't afford a financial advisor. What, what advantage, like what would you say to that couple there? That, that, that's another great question. And it really is. Um, it, it does come down to, again, starting where you're at. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think uh, it's probably even more important at that stage to communicate sure. um, that whole idea of communication and, and kind of being on board, being on the same page there. And so I think the first thing that you, they can do is just make sure that they're on the same page. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's really easy when it is um, week to week it's really easy to set yourself back by one bad mistake or just taking 30 days off. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're like, Oh, this is gonna, this is gonna take us six months to get caught back up and this and that. So it's even probably more important. Um, maybe not talking with the financial advisor in, in, in kind of, you know, putting in elaborate steps to do that, but the talking and the, the, the making sure that this is front and center for our relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've noticed that for, for me personally and my relationship with my wife, like when we're doing that, when we're talking, when we're sitting down and doing the finances together, it's better overall for us. Yeah. You know, we're on the same page yeah. and, and yeah. you know, things go better. I, yeah. And I felt like with, J- with Jackie and I, the moment, and this was something that like, I just, cause I pr- had both, consciously and subconsciously avoided you know when it was when i took the step and and reached out to for an advisor to come to sit down with us and, and just kind of walk through kind of our, our initial steps and what a, you know a, toward a plan i and if, if she listens to this episode and tells me that i'm wrong about this then well no one else will hear it it sounds good right now as we're saying it but i feel like it was an investment into our relationship though i i do feel like there was a how shall I say this a little bit of a, I mean, there's kind of a, like a gratefulness or a, even a releasing of tension between us around the issue mm-hmm. of, of finances. Cause it's like, okay, I see that you're taking a step to be serious about, to be serious about this. And you know, it's like, there's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's weird. I, I think about my counseling practice. Like when I have premarital couples come in, you know, there it's not like in some of the assessment work that that we do finances is, is is in there but it is just not and that's my one frustration with one of the one of the systems that i use it's not talked about mm-hmm. nearly to the level it ought to be or it's, or it's we're not we don't kind of peel back the onion as much as possible because i think once you start doing some digging i mean you alluded to this earlier our thoughts about money the family of origin that we mm-hmm. come from and and how especially if there's been you know, experiences of like, if one family has been more affluent or more, you know, like they've been more in the business world and there's been a, a more complicated financial structure. And the other was like, yeah, we were like, we like poor living in the woods and he got shut off, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing like that's, those can be, those can be some significant differences, but just in general, like the whole idea of stewardship as well. One of the questions that I, that does get asked with some of the work that I do is basically like, 
how do you think about giving? Mm-hmm. And uh, is it, it's really interesting to see couples or some couples are like, I think that's part of a healthy relationship is that we're giving. And the other person is like, that's, it's my money. Why yeah. would I, why would I want to, why would I give that away on the topic of stewardship of, of thinking about, uh, about giving. And, and again, cause I, this is what I love about Everence is that there is such a focus and an intentional thought about, listen, uh, we're not about hoarding resources. We are about managing them to the greatest, to the greatest outcome for the greatest number of people. What, if you were to kind of give a help, you know, kind of get, lay out a picture for a vision of, of kind of, of healthy stewardship, how, how to think about that and how to encourage people toward it. What are, what are some steps? What are some maybe, uh, maybe myths or, or things like that that exist for, for a lot of people? <laughs> yeah, oh, we, we could we could put this into a, a mini series. Yeah. I could mm-hmm. I could yeah. go on and on with that. And I think I think again, it's it's the idea that um, that also is kind of a journey for a lot of different people. Um, and and it starts off um, um, slow and and kind of uh, methodical about that. But yeah. the the numbers, it's it's, it's more a mindset um, of giving. And, and what that looks like. But again, you, you hit the nail on the head. That's an important one, especially when you're dealing with family type mm-hmm. issues that you kind of both get on the same page and, and you both kind of give a little bit uh, to say, OK, well, I get where you're coming from. Maybe we don't go all the way there with our giving plan, um, et cetera. So I do think that that does change. When, and, and you see that a lot in life cycles um, when, you know, kids are young versus kids, kids are older. Mom and dad are kind of growing in their career. And then the empty nest happens, you know, and then all of a sudden that's kind of like, Oh, like what's going on? I was mm-hmm. paying for school and all this other stuff here. Now what do we do? And that's where people can kind of really take a step back and say, okay, you know, we've already in a way been disciplined enough by, yeah. you know, paying for all these things rather than just go, you know, let's, <laughs> let's go vacation crazy here. Right. Yeah. Let, let's, let's redo our budget here and say, what do we want to do in this next phase of our life now that, this money has been freed up. And so that's where it really changes for people. And you start to see numbers start to increase as far as charitable giving. Um, um, yeah. And, and I, and I think it's also a, a process of, of, of getting to know like what you're passionate about. Yeah. That, you know, I think a lot of our volunteer time happens in the beginning with our time mm-hmm. and we give to organizations with our time because that's what we sure. do, but people yeah. can. Um, but then when it starts to come to finances, people are like, well, they, they mm-hmm. get a little bit more, right. they want to think a little bit more about that. Um, but it, it does take time and energy to kind of invest and make sure that I'm giving to organizations, et cetera, and, and do a little bit of research there. But that's where, that's where also that's where a financial planner and, and, and working with an advisor does help because, you know, we are kind of trained and that's kind of what we kind of help do is kind of dig, bring that out of people. Yep. Of what are you passionate about? What, what mm-hmm. have you thought about doing and you've never done? Well, and I think, too, that helps, especially when you're having like two, you know, a husband and a wife where the financial part person, is, the financial advisor is kind of an outside person where they can look and say, okay, both of you, you know, instead yeah. of just the, it's having, always good yeah. to have a neutral third party. Yeah. 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 And, and I often wonder, you know, I've, I've heard this said many a times of getting in the habit of giving as early as possible. I don't, whatever. Maybe you've got a, 
a rate like I know Jackie and I did earlier on. We would have done this to a certain degree where it's like don't have a lot of extra money, but there it was a little side account essentially yeah. for when a need amongst one of our like someone within our faith community or whatever came up. It was like that. Okay, we had something mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. designated for for giving to the for you know for that purpose, and and I just think like if 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 you say to yourself, okay, I'll start giving. I'll enter into the habit of giving one day. I think that one day just keeps yeah. getting pushed farther, farther oh, yeah. and farther away. It's no different than uh, in, in another kind of thing that people always think about is their 401k giving mm-hmm. to my 401k. It comes out of my paycheck and, you know, I defer a uh, 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 amount right then and there. You know, I think this day and age, it's actually a little bit easier than even back in the, you know, uh, 10 years ago, even just the ease of being able to set up um, bank payments to go in. And that's, again, the counseling part of that is just start, you know, if yep. it's if it's $10 a week, if yep. it's $20 a month, whatever it is, start with that, be consistent about that. And then, then, then change over time. They've even come out with almost charitable checking accounts now called donor advice funds that you can put money into there. I don't know what, I don't know what charity I want to give to yet, but I want to get into this idea that I'm putting money into a charitable type yeah, of thing. I like it. And again, that, that, that can be done for a very small amount and it can be, it can be start to become a habit for people. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It, it, habit, habit forming in so much of our life and so in, yeah. in all kinds of ways of our health are just holistically. Um, and I, I'm kind of on this. <clears throat> I'm trying to get on this gig mostly because I have fallen. Uh, just a moment of honesty here. I have uh, I have fallen out of the habit of just <clears throat> physical wellness in general, and really just trying to get. I'm just trying to get back on the. Like I'm, I keep on saying, I'm like I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But it's like it's so interesting to me when you get into the habit of something. The amount of the amount of energy and focus that you have to give it. It does. It does begin to kind of regulate a little yeah. bit. The initial step feels kind of can feel kind of big and can feel mm-hmm. kind of scary. It can feel maybe potentially painful. Um, but after that, I mean, it, it, if you get into yeah. a habit, it starts to get easier and, yep. and better. And, and habit forming. I mean, then again, so much of like we all have habits. It's just which ones we which, <laughs> right. which ones we're going to, you know, keep on reinforcing and keep on uh, keep on pushing toward. Um Brent, I would love for you to tell us as we're looking forward and just in our partnership with with Everance and and here's the deal. I, I want to say this I don't too. I think you mentioned that. I'm, yet. Yes, we are. We're no, I'm going to mention it. <laughs> um, I think for us in this podcast, I mean, one of the biggest things that we've always valued is number one is just sharing stories, building, building community. But we want to we want to offer value. We want to offer things that are meaningful and helpful uh, to people um, to just to to we we hope that people come away from this podcast more informed and in a better place and challenged and one of the things that we we've not touched up on to this point and I think moving forward we want to is is financial health is it is health mm-hmm. it is it is connected to so to so many things um you know I said it before we started recording here tonight like uh, I I know when in my counseling office, when someone, when I have a couple that comes in and they are in crisis of, of some sort, there is a, there's a friction between the two of them. It usually falls in one, three, one of three categories, sex, drugs, or substance abuse of some sort or something like that, or, or money. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I thought you were going to say rock and roll. Run, mm-hmm. Sex, <laughs> drugs, and rock and roll. Um, and finance. I mean, financial 
unhealth is a big contributor yeah. to just a lot of a lot of division, a lot of uh, mistrust. Um, you, you know, I, I've had it's like I've I this didn't this gosh has been a little while ago. I've had the phone call that's come in or the email that's come in and be like, "Hey, is it is it normal like a newly married couple? Is it normal for my husband to want to maintain all separate finances from <laughs> me?" And it's like, well. Uh, I guess depends. I'm like, well, that sounds like a trust issue, you know, and then you begin. It just it uncovers all different kinds yeah. of things. So we here at the show, the reason this partnership we think is really, really meaningful is it, it speaks to one of the key issues of helping dudes and dads be better dudes and dads and uh, be more available for their family, more intentional and in, in investing in health. So, Brent, as we look forward to this coming year and our partnership and the conversations we're going to continue to have, talk to me about kind of the big categories yeah. of, of what we are going to be talking about. This is kind of our preview, what we're going to be talking about, what we're going to be diving into um, so that we can, this will be our, it'll be our teaser uh, for, for our listeners for 2022. Well, I think I think the big thing that we also after it, we're, we've been talking a lot on the spouse standpoint mm, yep. um, and, and, and we'll, we'll obviously that's a big, big thing that we want to commit to, to kind of be helping and bringing information to. But the other part is we have little eyes watching us mm-hmm. yeah. uh, going to the dad's part of this is, is uh, our, our uh, actions um, are being reflected back to our kids and, and they're there. It's, it's, um, it's kind of painting an image for them of what that looks like for them. So I think we're also, I, I would love to, to uh, kind of talk a little bit more about how to talk to kids yes. about money yes. and just, uh, little things that we could do there um, to kind of help kind of pass some things along that maybe mom and dad wish that they sure. had been taught when they were, when they were younger. Um, and really uh, I think it, it may be good to hear from the listeners too, to kind of hear what, what they're, what they would like to hear about from Absolutely. a financial standpoint too. So that, that brings up a good point guys. If you do want to shoot us an email or a voicemail, we would love to hear that you know, get an idea of what you guys want to hear about finances. Our voicemail number is five, seven, four, two, one, three, 8702. Again, a voicemail only. It's not going to, we're not going to answer. We don't answer five, seven, four. We do, we do. You leave a message. We listen to it later. And then we, <laughs> we may or may not, depending if you got a creepy voice, we may or may not put it on the air. five, five. Again, that's five, seven, four, two, one, three, 8702. Awesome. Yeah. And I think that that's a, that's a cool thing. I, and I got to be honest with you, like when it comes to talking to my kiddos about, about money, um, that'll, that'll be a good one. I, cause I, I just know that so many times it's like, <laughs> I'm just reminded that my children have no concept of finances. They don't know how much thing, and this is the thing. And I'm not sure like, cause Jack and I have talked, we've said like, I don't want to burden my kids yeah. with, mm-hmm. with the money thing, but like doggone it. And Brent will connect. I'm like, when I buy Aaron this baseball bat, yeah. he needs to know that when he breaks it, yep. it's like that's a lot of money that just like went away. Well, so. it's 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 also it's night and day different than what our parents oh, went yeah, through, yeah. you know, yep. with that. And 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 you are having to take, you know, virtual transactions. And again, it goes all back to communication and talking about money. I think just communicating with your kids is the first step about talking about bills and what are Mm -hmm. bills and why, you know, how do we pay for this house? How do we pay for this, this, this car and helping them understand that and integrating them into that process uh, somehow, some way, Um, again, slowly, 
uh, kind of introducing them to that lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be terrible. Mm -mm. We, we, we can, dare I say it might even be enjoyable. (laughs) Yeah. Eventually, (laughs) eventually. Joel, you did allude to it that, you know, we are in a partnership with Everance here and, and I'm really excited because we are, we are, we have plans to have at least three episodes this next year uh, with an Everance staff and just talking about finances and, and issues like that. So I'm really excited. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I think we, n- not that we have a ton of, uh, I put it this way, Andy and I want to be selective about the people because let's just be clear we think we have the greatest hobby in the entire <laughs> world. Like, and when, when we do this show, it was like, I know when we started off, it was like, I, you know, whatever, would we ever have a financial partnership with anybody? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. When this opportunity came along, it's just like, this is so much of who we are. We, Andy and I both experience firsthand, just the value that Everence brings to this community, what they, what they care about. It's how it's what our heartbeat is as well. Um, and the fact that Everence is not just—it's not just local. It is you've—you've you've, well, you're. Are you, would you say you're national? You're we national. Are. Really, we are. We have know? clients in all fifty states. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's no matter. We have listeners all over the place. So like, no matter where you are. Yep. Um. So we hope that in this conversation that we're all able to sort of open the hood on Everence as well and just kind of expose people to. I think. Uh, well, and you're used to representing the whole organization, so no pressure. But like, <laughs> just to get a sense of the value of the organization, what you guys care about, what you, what you offer, and that it's not some stuffy. My experience has been, it's been a very relational yeah. one. It's been one where it's just like you said, meeting people where they're at talking about a thing that most people don't like to talk about, but I think doing it in a way that is way less painful yeah. again mm-hmm. than, than anything that I initially in my head uh, yeah. <laughs> imagined. So we're, we're really excited, Brent, honestly, like it's, it's going to be a, a good thing. I think it's going to be uh, helpful. Uh, let's see, Andy, where, where, what do we do now? Where, where are we now at? Now it's time for the dudes and dads pop quiz. Nailed it. Okay. Oh, there yeah. we go. So those of you who have never joined us, dudes and dads pop quiz at the time that we just grill Brent with random questions. We have cards, uh, that we are picking out here and I will go ahead and start this okay. one here. Here we go. Hey, is it bad? Is it bad that I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the podcast nope. and I was totally fine with coming on and talking about finances <laughs> tonight, but I was like, man, they're going to grill me over <laughs> these questions. <laughs> nope. Man, here we go. That's right. Most, and that's the thing. Most people seem like they're fine. And then when we tell yeah. them about this part, it's like, oh, yeah. Ooh. So, and then, the, yeah, then they start sweating. Everything else is fine until, until this, but Brent, go, Brent handles pressure. Well, he'll be fine. Let's I'll, go. I'll go Let's ahead and go. start this off here. What characteristic Brent are you most known for? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, characteristic. Uh, I would say that I, whether it's, coaching my son and, and being in baseball setting, or if it's, you know, being out with friends, I, I like to have fun. 10 Listen. four. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Fun guy over I here. I like to have fun. Yep. Okay, Brian, here we go. What will people look back at us 50 years from now mm. and be shocked or appalled by? So us, I guess just as a, as, as a, a whole society, well, <laughs> when you think who's going to look back 50 years and then be like, they did what? They what, what did do you, what? What do you think it'll be? Huh. That's a really good question. I'm trying to think like what is like uh, what's mildly appalling now that you think will be major, <laughs> majorly appalling in 50 years. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could be that could be uh uh it could be our our look at 
social media and, yeah. and how, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if, if social media totally changes, you know, down the road, like how that, how that looks like. Mm-hmm. And that you've already seen it changing. I can imagine us looking back on that and be like, I can't believe we used to do they that. They did these, they did dances? They did on what? what? Like, with, with, with mother and daughter? Yeah, so, like, like coordinated dances? So, what are you talking about? So strange. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you know what I, th- to that point though, I do think, uh, which this is a conversation, this is a, a whole separate conversation yeah. about the fact that the internet is forever uh. and what you put out on it remains. Yeah. And so I'm going to ask, I'm off offline. I'm going to ask Brent how many people he's either had to let go or, or did not hire because of their poor social media choices. Okay. Keep on going. Here we go. All right, Brent, who would play you in a movie? Oh, who would play me in a movie? <laughs> That's the best. Oh, it is. Oh, let's go. I'm trying to think of somebody that's cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go Bradley Cooper. Oh, okay. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a bad choice. Uh, and Brent, I, uh, but I, I look nothing like Bradley Cooper. That's why it is kind of weird. <laughs> See, that's, it's partly yeah. an incriminating question. Cause yes. you're like, who does this dude think he is? Yeah, like, no. No, I know it's, we're rocking a hard place. Yeah. Uh, if you had to teach a class on one thing, what would you teach? A class on one thing. Are we going traditional classes? Anything. Like I, anything. Anything. It's, it's your, it's well, your I mean, university it would of Phoenix. Be, it would it'd obviously be finance. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, you think so? Yeah, I think so. All right. You probably, I love that he doubled down on this. This is good. Cause we yeah. know that he's like full, full on yeah. committed to this. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Good. What's left on your bucket list? Oh, what's left on my bucket list. I guess that's assuming do you, you have, have a, do you oh, have I, a bucket I, list? I have a bucket list. It's pretty big. Good. Uh, He's just going to start naming yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Uh, I, I really want to, at some point, if we can ever leave the country again, I want to go to Australia. Awesome. awesome. But, Australia is yeah. a that is a weird place right now. Yeah, it is. It is. A, it is yeah. a, mm-hmm. I never thought I would say. I always generally feel I'm like angel. like of all people that I feel all that's right. <laughs> of all people, I feel like I could get along with really well. It's like an Aussie, right? Like you just go to Australia, like everybody's like, "Hey, good day," you know, like it's whatever. I well, Australia's hard to Australia's hard to. I don't even. You can't get into Australia right now, actually. <laughs> Period. Uh, Brent, which words or phrases do you most overuse? That I most overuse. That you can say on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I've been told either in my family setting and work setting that I encourage people a lot. Well, I'll encourage you to and yeah and and they say that i say it over and over that's again, like a also. super so, so it's yeah. it's a little bit of a uh passive aggressive it is it uh, is term. apparently i want to i want to strongly encourage yeah encourage you because i know i use that term when i'm trying to tell somebody listen get your act together yeah. <laughs> you know and when the boys aren't aren't doing their chores i'm gonna i'm gonna encourage right now you're not listening <laughs> But I'm going to encourage you that you might want to take some time. That's right. To actually get these things. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. And my last question is you have a hundred thousand dollars. You have to donate to or create a charity. What do you donate or what do you do? Sorry. Let me read that again. I really butchered that one. Oh boy. You have a hundred thousand dollars. You have to donate or create a charity. What do you do? Mm. Mm. Oh man. I, I, I like the whole create. Uh, man, I love men, kids mentoring, and I, I would my the easy answer would be like mentoring like big brothers, big sisters. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say, 
I'm going to say an athletic complex, like some sort of community oh. athletic complex, uh, kind of like a little league or, or something like that. I, I just don't, I don't think Goshen has, yeah. has, has, uh, has real great facilities. Well, and it's kind that. of, and it's, that's kind of a, <laughs> apart from major metropolitan areas yeah. or things like that, it's kind of a challenging issue in general. So, and by the way, every, most of the, I uh, and I would agree on this. Most of the good things that happened in my life or the development that I experienced as a, just a human being in general happened on an athletic field yeah. of some sort. And, and we so. spend so much time at, at other cities, athletic complexes. It'd be nice <laughs> to be like, you know what? This one time so I can actually go home and sleep in my own bed That's and right. it only take me 10 minutes to get home. That would be, that'd be pretty crazy. <sighs> Here's the deal. I'm just a side note here. Mm-hmm. When you're, when you're, <laughs> This is my number one pet peeve. I'm just going to be full honest. When we travel baseball, when we're staying, when we're staying in other places, Brent, I just want to find one hotel, one hotel that doesn't smell like weed all the time. I why is it? And we're staying in, we're not staying in bad hotels. And it's like, I just, what do people go? Ha hotel time for me to really light, like really toke up. I don't get it. It didn't used to be, it didn't used to be this way. And we're not in a state where it's even like legal, like if I don't know, I, you know, if it was in California, I get it, like whatever, yeah. it's wherever. But I just, I, I just, I can't find a non-weed smelling hotel room for travel baseball. I don't know what my problem smells, is. Smells, smells are a lot, and it's that, and you know, someone you 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 always stay in the room with somebody had like. Um, tie the night before yes, and it just oh, reeks yeah. of like whatever food that they had last night and i mean yeah. i love i love curry not yeah. my, not in my hotel room yeah that's good okay uh brent to, just to get real mm. to real get dark here uh when you die what do you want what do you want because you will die yep. uh what do you want to be remembered for oh <laughs> told you again oh man this is a deep, deep one. i know i know uh I think, um, you know, I, I feel like in ever since my, so my oldest is 12 and I would probably say that, um, you, you go through life and you, and, and kids obviously change you. And I, and I do think ever since my kids have been born, it's just kind of recognizing that I won't be here forever and my kids will have to carry that on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I think that's really led me into coaching and mentoring yep. and, and just being involved with my boys as I have this kind of innate, like, I just want to, them to be good kids, good, good contributors to society. Yes. And I think, I think I, I would love for people to say, you know what, he, he gave a lot back, um, awesome. whether it was in my career or whether it was, uh, with coaching, things like that. Awesome. Yep. Cause, cause here's the deal. We, oh, oh wow. wow. That was Andy, you're getting really fancy with the sound effects over you've, there. You've passed the dudes and dads podcast. Oh, well so. done. Yes. Nailed it. Right. Nailed it. Now, do I have to do this again if I come back on? <laughs> you know what? I think what we'll do. Well, Andy, offline, we'll have to, fi- we'll have to figure out uh, what. We won't like grill him with like a ton of questions each time. But I think we'll have like, <laughs> and now we'll have like a question. But it's going to, we're going to take some time. Let him on. quiz us. Oh. Ooh. That would I would love it. Okay, okay. If so I could, we're gonna mix it, it up. As part of what I will give back to this, I'll give the listeners <laughs> Thank some you. questions. They're like, it's about time someone turned the tables. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Uh, well, friends, you've managed uh, to hang with us this entire time. It's been a lot of it's been a lot of fun. I think it's it's oh, fun yeah. here. I I'm thinking it's probably going to sound like fun on the other side. It sounds. I mean, if Andy's done his job correctly uh, in producing this show. <laughs> 
Andy, make it sound more fun. What is there a setting on the board? I'm just going to pull your slider down. Right <laughs> yeah, now. Well done. Well done. Uh, but honestly, Brent, thank yeah, you for joining for us, out. man. We're yeah. excited about uh, 2022 and the ongoing conversations that we're going to have. And uh, we, um, gosh, Andy, like we're having a, we're having a lot of fun with this show. Um, and I should say also, Brent got to be part of our, we're going to say officially it's our 60th episode that, oh, we, yeah, have, that we've put out this episode's number 60, which you know what that means, Andy, cheap coffee at McDonald's for the show. That's because we're now seniors. We're, that's right. We've crossed, crossed the line. Uh, so Brent, thanks for being, uh, being on number 60 with us. Hey everybody, as always, you can uh, go over to dudesanddadspodcast.com, uh, check out the show notes that we'll have on there, because we're going to have some, love, love all of, all of the things, all of the things over there. Uh, you can shoot us a line, dudesanddadspodcast at gmail.com, uh, with all of your rave reviews, uh, harsh criticisms, whatever you want to do. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, share. On all of your socials. On all of the socials. Do all of that stuff. And uh, Andy, is there anything else that I haven't told our people to do yet? Go have a good day. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, guys. Until next time, we wish you grace. And peace. Be sure to share the podcast on your favorite social media channels.